Welcome to a late episode of uh, the Xavier podcast, uh, a podcast that I ramble on about things that I'm doing lately and uh, how it could affect my business and how it affects me in general. Uh, it, it's just a ramble podcast at this point. Uh, welcome to episode 15. Uh, in this episode, we talk about uh, me lately moving to iPhones, the ability of uh, things like Tract and Exophase, what is two websites that I use as well as the possibility of what I'm going to be doing later down the line with the Apple brand and how I could possibly um, expand myself into it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. I've switched sides. So lately I've been talking about multiple different things when it comes to Apple and how I uh, feel about them and I've never really felt like massively great about their uh, stuff in the past. And it's something that I wanted to look into, especially as I felt like I wasn't in the correct mood uh, or correct um, mindset to be able to make a decision originally. And uh, I, I, since then, I, I've had my 22nd birthday. It's one of the reasons that I didn't make episodes for several days and uh, why these weren't daily for a while. Um, but it is the case of, I tried them out and uh, I, well, I've got an iPhone now. That's the, that's the major thing. I've got an iPhone. I, I'm trying them out for a little bit. I'm going to try them out for the next week or so. I've been trying them for the past three, four days, something like that. Um, but it's the case of uh, I got an SE Gen 2. So an iPhone SE Gen 2. Um, they're made in like 2020. It's still got several more years worth of support. So if I wanted to carry on using this phone for uh, how long? Because I'm recording off it. If I wanted to use it for the next like... Uh, is it four years technically old? Uh, seven years is where it would go to. So another th- like three years worth of support, at least for updates and stuff, then I can. I don't have to worry about that. And that means that I don't have to upgrade if I don't want to. Uh, what means that I can go to SIM card only if I really wish to and be able to carry on my contract for as basically as long as I want, meaning it's going to be a lot easier to be able to do all of this. I don't know if I'll do that, especially as uh, this phone is very small. The SE Gen 2 is so much smaller than a Google Pixel 6 Pro, obviously, because uh, a Google 6 Pro, for the time when it released, was like one of the top-end phones and stuff. And I definitely want to be able to see about getting not the highest-end iPhone um, of like the 15s or anything, but a okay one. Probably a uh, 15 plus or something like that. Something that is uh, slightly bigger on size and everything, uh, but also uh, okay for storage and things. Because uh, in the end of the day, I do recordings and stuff from my phones. And uh, I would rather not have to use like tons of iCloud storage or worry about having to sync it up with iCloud so much or anything like that. Obviously, I haven't tried that out. And I would like to be able to try it out. I'll see if I can access iCloud from my... Um, my PC, my, my Windows 10, uh, Windows 10 or Windows 11, Windows 10 looking like Windows 11 PC, um, and see if I can actually like manage uh, all of my uh, videos and stuff like that from it. I believe I can also technically uh, download Google Photos onto my phone, but it, it takes up a lot of syncing and stuff like that, what I always normally do in the evening time more than anything else. So there's going to be a little bit of quirks, um, but I guess I'll talk about that at later dates. One of my favourite programmes has now created a podcast app. So I've been using a site called Tract for quite a while. It's a uh, really amazing site to be able to use. It's spelled 
T-R-A-K-T, and then it's .tv at the end if you want to go check out the website straight to the URL. Uh, it's a really amazing website that you can track TV shows and movies that you watch multiple times. So you can actually turn around and mark something off that you've watched on this specific day, this specific time. So if you've already been doing that manually on a, a document or anything, you can do it through that. Really amazing. And I love that it's got TV shows and movies. But lately, uh, after over five years of me using them, because I've been using them since uh, January 22nd, uh, like uh, 2019, uh, I've had premium for about as long as that as well. It is the case of, uh, or I've at least had it for five years. The whole thing with Tract is that it's really easy to use and really easy to be able to uh, manage and everything. They've lately brought out their, uh, or in the recent year or so, they've brought out not only their iOS app, but also the Android app. Uh, really amazing to be able to see. A benefit of me turning around and using the iPhone uh, or this new iPhone that I'm using and everything to be able to record this and do everything that I'm doing and everything is that I get to be able to experience the beta stuff of their uh, Tracked Cast app. It's a podcasting app that allows you to be able to listen to podcasts and things for it. The main problem that I have is because it's a beta program and that I was using a slightly more established uh, podcasting platform just beforehand. Um, some podcasts are not moved across. This one won't be accessible. Um, because it's the case of a certain protocol that we're using to be able to, of course, release this. I've, I think it's XML, XML uh, podcast. Um, it is not going to be accessible. What's really sad because uh, like some podcasts that I listen to uh, regularly uh, are not going to be on there and that's going to suck. Uh, but hopefully in the future, they update that reasonably quickly and sort all of that out. The only other problem that I've been having with tracks lately is uh, their queue system for updating TV shows and movies are reasonably slow. I'm guessing it's because they've added podcasts into the mix more than just TV shows and movies. Um, it's a little bit more data than just a, a few looks such as uh, banners and um, poster art and things like that when it comes to TV shows and movies. But I hope they fix it in the near future. And uh, yeah, hopefully Tractcast becomes my really main uh, way of being able to listen to podcasts, especially as it will allow me to be able to see how long I've listened to podcasts and hopefully more data comes out later down the line, especially years in reviews and stuff. Really amazing on track itself. Um, and uh, can't wait to see what they do in the future. Maybe they can go into gaming. Why does it take so long to be able to edit podcasts? So lately I've started work on the Transplay, or not Transplay, Transhampton podcast. Uh, it's a really awesome podcast that we've started working on. Uh, we recorded the first episode on my birthday, it was January the 27th. Uh, really awesome to be able to see what we were doing on it, and um, I'm glad that we've done it. And uh, the, the main annoying bit about the whole thing is even though that we recorded it decently well, I, I had to record um, for OBS to be able to record the video side of things where we all were on Discord, we could, I could see each, everyone's cams and I could then record all of it at the same time. It's not the best way to, of course, record it. It's much better if everyone records their own view and we just sync it up afterwards by clapping and all this other stuff. There's a lot better ways to be able to record it, obviously, but, uh, we wanted to be able to see each other. And it was also the case of, um, not all of us are very, uh, good with tech and things, so it is the case of a, it's better to do it that way for the most part when it comes to things, till we're in person um, and hopefully do it in person eventually. It's something that we will strive to eventually. The whole thing about it though is uh, it's taken me like three days to be able to edit and I'm still not done with it. And uh, I'm not sure if it's because generally like 
it's like the first one, I'm trying to work out the kinks and stuff. Maybe it's something to do with that. Or maybe it's something to do with like, I'm currently editing it on my PC and my PC is just really underpowered compared to my laptop. My laptop is a very, very decent laptop. And I'm using like four different cameras, obviously, because there's uh, four of us that was uh, recording for it. And then it's also a case of trying to segment it up slightly, like put in like the, the sound and uh, there's four different audio tracks because I'm not just recording the um, video uh, side of things through Discord, but I'm, I'm recording for a bot on Discord to be able to turn around and record all of our voice lines separately. And I had to sync them up and do all of this other stuff. There's a lot that went into it to be able to, of course, make it so that it functions. Um, and syncing it up didn't take too long, actually. It's just taking a while because I think I'm just watching through it at the same time. And it's like an hour long thing. I'm like 15 minutes in and the total runtime is uh, 55 minutes. That's including the 15 minutes that I've, uh, of course, like edited. So I've got another, what's that, 40 minutes of footage to go through. So I'm uh, probably going to need to do that for the rest of the day today. Um, and hopefully I get that done because in the end of the day, uh, once that's done and once that's ready to publish, uh, we pretty much can publish, you know. We need to be able to publish it like last whatever day of the month or beginning of the month or just last day of the month might be easier just to call it. Uh, and we'll just try and get it done by the last day of the month. Uh, it's just going to suck on one of the podcasts because one of the podcasts do land on recording day being the last day of the month. I mean, it might just be over to the next month uh, for the hell of it. Um, not sure how I'm going to title these or anything like that, but uh, the progress is being made. It just feels very slow, obviously, at the current moment. Maybe there's a way to fix it in the future. Who knows? How does it feel now that I've moved over to Apple, at least when it comes to phones? So obviously I've moved across to Apple, at least when it comes to my phone at the moment, and I'm going to be trying that out for the next couple of weeks. One of the thoughts straight away is uh, the automation stuff when it comes to the phone is so much nicer. Like I can choose within certain times of day, certain things happen, or I can choose that like, hey, if uh, you hear this certain noise, like uh, I believe I have to turn around and download like a separate thing for it. But if it hears a doorbell ring, meaning if it hears my doorbell and I don't hear it, I can make it send me a notification or tell me something. Uh, What's really helpful, especially is that means that I can always, um, I don't even need a smart doorbell or anything to be able to then turn around. And if I did have an extra Apple device, um, such as a uh, HomePod, uh, HomePod Mini at least, because they're a little bit cheaper. Uh, they're still expensive, but they're a little bit cheaper. They're on about 100 quid instead of 300. Um, it is the case of I'll be able to then turn around and have a notification, or I'll be able to have like light flash or something. It's like, hey, by the way, even though that you've got a headset on and you can't hear me, or even the phone's silented or something like that, um, you will be able to know that, hey, someone's at the door. And that's really helpful. Um, and that's something that I can always do and mess around with eventually and see what I can do, um, especially as it will allow me to be able to make it so that maybe certain people can contact me, but uh, certain people can't contact me within certain times of day um, because it's not important. or th- It's not that they're not important, but it's the case of uh, they don't have anything life-threatening uh, in the end of it that will be the case of why they need to contact me within these certain times. It might be the case of they just want to contact me for contacting me. Uh, what makes it a lot easier in the future? So I can always work out those automations and things like that. Really awesome with the automations. And it's definitely got me hopeful for the possible future of me using Apple in the end of everything, um, especially with 
as times went on, I've learned about like Apple's security before, and it's like, oh yeah, Apple's really secure, Apple's really good for this, Apple's really good for that. And I was always like dismissive of it because it's like, well, you can't have all of that security that they're claiming to have and you can't be like this amazing big corporation and have that much security. And don't get me wrong, there's still problems with especially viruses and things like that when it comes to Apple. And you do have to be worried about your security. You can't just let everything go and like, hey, by the way, here's all my passwords and all that. You can't get into my account because I've got two-step authentication and this, that and the other. People will still find a way to get in in the end of the day if you were to turn around and give all your data away. I'm not doing that anytime soon. But it is the case of it. It's at least seemingly a little bit more secure. Uh, the only thing that I can see that they don't have is a two-step authenticator uh, app for themselves. Um, I've had to use a different one from a different company to be able to, of course, do that at the moment. And that's fine because I was already using different apps from different companies anyway, um, and, and I might as well use them, um, especially as they have my passwords and things anyway. Well, it's slightly helpful. Uh, obviously, you want to change your passwords and two-step authentication is always helpful and all this other stuff. Um, but Apple has definitely made a lot of things easier and uh, hopefully streamline in my life in the end of things when I get into it. And once I've automated these things that I need to automate, um, it's going to be a lot easier, especially if I do get into the home kit stuff. I'd love to be able to get a home kit and I'd love to be able to mess around with a home kit in the future. Who knows? I might mess around with one. Um, it's, it's the case of they're a little bit more expensive than a, a Google Home or anything like that. Um, but it is the case of uh, the HomeKit minis, the, the, the um, HomePod minis. They might be worth it. But when you realise they're like 100 quid for one room, uh, I've got my workshop, I've got my bedroom, I've got the, the toilet upstairs, because it's only upstairs. Um, we've got Mabel's office, well, it's my partner's office, my girlfriend's office. You've got the kitchen, you've got the sitting room. It's straight away six rooms that we've got to be able to cover. That's like 600 quid to be able to cover that. And that's if you just want the HomePods, not the HomePod, uh, HomePod minis, not the HomePod, like, like normal HomePods. Um, it was a little bit more expensive, but they have subwoofers and things like that. The only room that I can really think of we're going to really utilize them is probably my workshop and uh, maybe downstairs. Uh, but knowing that's before you even get into the lights, the um, automation, uh, lock, like not lock things, but like you can get locks and stuff. Um, <laughs> once you get into locks, once you get into um, thermostat, once you get into all of that, it's going to be really, really expensive. And it's something that you'll have to build over time. I'm just annoyed that I'm already on a different system and I use a different system for my things. Maybe I'll just move across to um, Apple products for my workshop for the moment and see where it goes from there. Who knows? Um, it will update in the future. And uh, I hope that my uh, phone carries on working and uh, stuff into the future, especially being an SE. Uh, I'm not sure the future of these phones. And uh, who knows? Uh, and I hope that I'll get a better phone in the nearest future in the next uh, like year so we'll see what other useful websites do i actually use to be able to help myself in my day-to-day -day life so obviously i mentioned previously about tracked it's a really amazing website that i use to be able to track my tv shows and movies that i've watched in the past and have been watching lately and it allows me to be able to also see the latest tv shows and movies that are coming up what i'm a uh, wanting to watch and stuff like that. Really amazing. It's like IMDb on uh, steroids when it comes to it, especially as uh, customizability and things like that. For the most part, when it comes to 
add in TV shows and movies and saying you've collected them and that you've put it on a certain list that you have. You can even put specific episodes onto a list, making it a lot easier for you to be able to share that list of, hey, this is the correct way to be able to watch the MCU or whatever. You can technically do that on that. It's really amazing. And um, they also add in scrubbing, scrubbing capability. So it allows you to be able to use something like Plex or Jellyfin or uh, even Netflix and stuff. All of that has uh, scrubbing capability. I mean, if you're watching on certain devices, it will scrub that data, meaning, hey, you've watched this this episode of this show. It will turn around and mark it off for you automatically. Really amazing. And I can't wait to be able to see what they do with that aspect in the future. Of course, they're going into podcasts and stuff like that at the moment. And that's what I talked about earlier. Really amazing thing. I love Tracked. It's really great. And I, I, I'm sort of tempted to be able to turn around and create a uh, separate podcast than this one to be able to just talk about Tracked in a uh, almost like Apple Insiders, but for Tracked. Well, because I've been a VIP and a uh, beta developer and, or beta tester, sorry, um, for, for a while when it comes to uh, the actual whole system, it is, uh, or at least with Tracked and stuff, it's really awesome to be able to talk about. And uh, I'm sure that I could probably make up a story once a week to be able to talk about, to be able to uh, talk about Tracked and the way that I've been using it. Uh, some TV shows, movies, and things like that that I've been watching, and see what I can do. But obviously, if it's going to take as long as uh, this this podcast that I'm currently working on, not this one that I'm talking on, but the one that I'm editing on um, called Transhampton, uh, I'm not going to be able to do that. Uh, maybe it'll just be an audio only. Who knows? I might see what, about that and see what, about doing that in the near future. But there's obviously there's uh, other sites that I use that are really helpful. And one of them being uh, a way of being able to track my achievements and time played and things like that on all my video games, not just PlayStation 1s, not just Xbox 1s, but my PlayStation Switch, Xbox, PC, across various platforms like Steam and even EA and stuff like that. Really amazing site, and it's called Exophase. E-X-O-F-A-S-A-S-Y-E. So it's similar to a phase as in like a, a phase or something, and it's exo, uh, as in like an exoskeleton. So it's exo phase. Really awesome. And uh, I pay for that. I, I think I've only had to pay once for it, and it was like a lifetime uh, subscription, so I never have to pay again. Really amazing to be able to do that. Uh, so I think it was like 25 quid, and I, I get unlimited uh, refreshes and all this other stuff. Really cool. And that means that I get, you get like a free refresh every single day of your data, but uh, I can refresh it whenever I want. Really cool. And what that does is allow me to be able to track all my video games and stuff. And I'd love in the future for these two services, Tracks and, and Exophase, to sort of merge into one. Because in the end of the day, they basically do a very similar job. Uh, like Tracked turns around and allows me to be able to track all my TV shows and movies. Really awesome thing to be able to do. It's reasonably well-known Tracked. It's, uh, I think it's got a couple thousand people that actually use it on a regular basis. And um, it's really cool. Exophase, on the other hand, even though it's got thousands of users that have used it and uh, have done things and all that, um, they have like leaderboards and stuff, so you can check it out. You can turn around and like go across all their, their thing. They have a total of um, 211,234 people as of recording this. Obviously, that would change over time anyway. But it's the case of you get to be able to see all your uh, trophies and uh, be able to see what platform it's from. You can even uh, sort it out from uh, most played. So like one of the top plays that, uh, games I've played is technically True Idol Simulator at 2,438 hours and seven minutes. The only reason it's so high is because the True, True Idol Simulator is a, 
it's a similar game, but it's also the case of, like, you, you just basically sit there and a timer pops up and uh, clicks up over time. Uh, I, I've almost had, like, it on for, like, 100 days, obviously not continuous, because uh, what I do is I turn off my PC. When I boot up my PC, it opens it up and just chucks it on a separate tab, um, what means that I can always just look at it and all that. Really awesome thing to be able to do. Uh, it just more sort of tracks how long I use my main PC for uh, or how long it's been on. Uh, kind of cool. Uh, my next top game, my actual top game, is uh, Minecraft for Windows 10, uh, 1,182 hours and 55 minutes. Really awesome. And that allows me to be able to check all that data really fast. If I'm gaming or anything, really awesome website to be able to use. It allows me to be able to check what's going on or check some achievements uh, or trophies or whatever you want to call them. Really awesome. And I would love to be able to see them sort of merge or talk to each other and go, hey, by the way, we do similar platforms, um, but for different uses. Maybe we'll, we'll uh, combine resources or something like that. Probably not. But it's the case of a really awesome, and a, I'd love to be able to see that. So there's, there's multiple websites that I use to be able to, of course, do things. Um, obviously, I use uh, those two websites as a main way of being able to relax and, and create stuff. or Not create stuff, but like uh, get ideas and things like that. Because uh, being able to watch my TV shows and movies and be able to mark them off and go, hey, by the way, like on this specific day, I watched Pimp My Ride. Or on this specific day, I watched Ben 10 Ultimate Alien. Or on this specific day, I watched The Simpsons. It's also good to be able to turn around and like, say, click on The Simpsons. I have The Simpsons that I've watched in the past and anywhere. And I can see straight away that I've watched 61% of the whole of The Simpsons. What's 471 episodes that I've ever watched? with 760 episodes ever being released. Really awesome. I've watched like seven days, 12 hours and 45 minutes worth of The Simpsons. That's not including some of the repeats that I probably had over time, but it's what it is. And it's cool to be able to see all of that sort of information. And on top of that, you can see where you can watch it. So I can technically watch it on Apple TV, probably rather paying for Apple TV or by purchasing it off Apple TV. But it's also the case of I can watch it off Disney+. Plus. It's really cool. Uh, it means that if I had Disney+, Plus, I get to be able to watch The Simpsons and all that, um, because, of course, it's owned by Disney now. So really cool sites to be able to mess around with. If you want to go mess them, around with them, go to tracked.tv for the TV shows and movies tracker. It will eventually have podcasts as well. It means you can listen to podcasts and be able to mark them off. But it's also the case of Exophase, E-X-O-F. Um, not F, uh, P-H-A-S-E, uh, Exophase. Really awesome website, and that's just uh, exophase.com if you want to go check it out. Um, I'm on both platforms as Sam Xavier, S-A-M-X-A-V-I-A. Um, so if you want to go check me out on them, then uh, go check me out on them, and you can see what I've uh, played, or you can see what I uh, like watch and um, enjoy uh, doing with uh, my time while I have spare. So yeah. Thank you very much.